has been so long. Oh, it has. It has. I don't remember dates anymore. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what date is. There are 14. Oh, there are 14 people in this house. <laughs> that I have gone. This house is so full of people. It makes me sick. When I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. We've quoted it a lot. We've quoted a lot. There are 14 people in this house, including six children, age ranges 12 to 8 months. 12 years to 8 months. Yeah. So. There's so many wee children. It It is a lot. I still have a, one of my sleeves is still wet. That I was walking around with the eight month old. I, I hadn't met this nephew yet because they mm. live across the country. So I got to meet the nephew for the first time. But he's a drooler. Ah, uh, so am I. Don't worry, <laughs> bud. <laughs> I have a mouth guard. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. They don't write romances with people with mouth guards because it's not. You, no, you so sacrifice your dental it? health. I, I don't know. write it? <laughs> We're looking for some representation. We are. These underrepresented communities. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like a normal retainer there because there's like a bar, like a solid, like, like whatever the material it's made of, like bar on the top and bottom. So it like holds my jaw apart. It's real sexy. Yeah. And then I can't like I can't talk with it. Like it mm-hmm. sounds like I have like the biggest list, but mm-hmm. mm. That's yeah. hot. my shame. But I can eat bagels again, so love that. Because my jaw would, like, pop out of place every time I eat something big. Oh. It was bad. Apparently, I have a weak tongue. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, but I do. My entire mouth compensates, apparently. So I hold a lot of tension elsewhere. If I was on the show Baggage, did you ever watch that show? No. Well, there's a show you'd have three pieces of luggage and, like, one person would be, like, the dating, like, the contestant. And then there would be, like, the um, people who would, like, be on the show to try to, like, win them or whatever. And each one would have a certain set of baggage. So after the first round, you reveal one. I think it's, like, anonymous. And then um, the person, like, throws out whichever baggage. Like, I don't like dogs or, like, you know, stuff like that. My biggest – and then, it like, increases in size, you know, okay. Um, by the end. My biggest baggage would be that I have a weak tongue, I feel like, you know. <sighs> I mean, that's just embarrassing to say. I have a weak tongue. <laughs> like, I know I don't work out, but <laughs> there's nothing I can do to fix it. You don't have some, like, tongue ups? You I mean, apparently you can. Apparently you can. I refuse. So, sounds like the issue is you not working out your tongue. That is so true. And then I was like, I floss and I floss and I floss. And I'm like, I still feel like I have, like, problem areas. And she's like, yeah. Why don't you, like, tape your mouth shut when you sleep? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ma'am, what? <laughs> you want me yeah. to tape my mouth shut? I mean, use the, like, special tape that goes in an X. I've never seen special X tape. That sounds okay. terrifying. It's special mouth tape. It's shaped like an X, and you, you use so it, like, I'm right s- in the center of your mouth. Oh my- so I'm supposed to have mouth tape and a mouth guard? This is heinous. <laughs> this is one step below the full, like, headgear in Willy Wonka. <laughs> I mean, I don't use it. I'm just telling you. I've I didn't. Seen I did it. not know it existed because apparently, if, if you like sleep with your mouth open, which I have to with the stupid mouth guard, mm-hmm. um, the breathing like gets bacteria in. I'm like, I can't win. Well, that's my dental history, everyone. You know who really got a tongue workout? <laughs> Every time they were kissing, he was thrusting his tongue in and out. He was, was thrust. Like, he was doing a lot of thrusting tongue. with your tongue. 
Welcome to Romance Your TBR. It is us. It, it is us. We're back. <laughs> Guess who's back again? Um, it's us. And if you've been following along, you know it's time for an old school school episode. And today, we're getting into Whitney, my love. Um, so, spoiler warning from here on out. If you haven't read the book and you don't want spoilers, save the episode and come back later because we're getting into it. Yeah. Honest. Did you read? What version did you read? Uh, did the, you read an original? I read the original. Hell yeah. I wanted same. the crop scene. Yeah. I wanted yeah. it. I needed that in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I assumed this was an original. I mean, it's like not the original cover, but. No, but yeah. I mean, if it's And it sure edition. was. It sure, it sure was. Yeah. So we got the the raw, the unedited. <laughs> unedited, uncut. <laughs> we have the unedited and uncut. The writing props were out and about. Oh, yeah. Oh, Which yeah. I didn't think was as crazy as it was made out. No. You just like no. smacked with it a few times. And I was like, okay. No, I actually didn't have much of a problem with it. I mean, he was a major gaslighter, but like. <laughs> he the, was a major gaslighter. The, the fantasy of the book worked for me until like the last 50 pages. And then I wanted to like throw it into the ocean or the I'm with that you. I was nearby. Yeah. I was so into it. I'm all of like it felt like yeah. the same thing over again where i was yeah like, had this happen already clayton and i was like judith my girl my woman why are we here why didn't an editor be like hey judith this made me want to die can we edit it out i mean look i love an angsty romance you know this yeah. about me but i the, will, but, but it was, was it was angsty. it was one too many <sighs> I didn't even mind the angst up until no. I I loved like I actually really enjoyed this book. Like I was surprising myself. I was like, this is really well written because like I googled Mm -hmm. it, and she wrote this book first. Like this was her first ever book. Then she like tabled it. She couldn't get a buyer, and then she sold some other things, um, and then had this one. And so I'm like, obviously she like went back and revisited. Like this isn't just the first book, like anything, but. I was super impressed with the writing and no, like, yeah, the story. Like mm-hmm. it's like 538 pages, and I read it in a day, and like I could not yeah. be peeled. Yeah, I could not be peeled away from it until the last. I, if pages. I hadn't had family with me, I would have mm-hmm. read it much quicker. But mm-hmm. I was trying to like. Yeah. No, I. There's like a four year old yelling next to me while I'm trying to read this. That would hurt. that would be hard. Yeah, I was, it was I was at um our cabin on a lake, so a lot of it was consumed yeah. on a boat, which was really nice. Um. Yeah. a good yeah i mean it's not a big boat i don't have a big boat it's, yeah, it's kind just... of a shitty boat but like um, but it's, was it's a it boat. was it a little raft that you rode in with a fish no, it Dang. was not well it's disappointing it and less i know on brand that is true that is very true anyway no i'm I, i'm with you i would agree uh-huh. it was like I'm... one time too many it was because like i thought okay we're getting ahead of ourselves i'll save that i guess that's fair let's back yeah. up yeah to the beginning Back, of the book. Yeah. Because, like, there's Which a lot that I really remember. I took notes, but in the sense that there's, like, one, two, three, four, five notes. Mm, that is a lot of notes for you. I will admit. Uh, what, If I decide to take notes, I do normally write more than mm-hmm. that. But this one, there was just a lot. There, I, there yeah. was a lot. I was without a pen. I was without post-it notes. And I was, I mean, I guess I had my phone, but, like, No. Um, cause I was, I was reading the physical. And so like, I just like bookmarked a bunch of things, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't have like any no like annotations. Like, so like, I... yeah. And like, I, I mean, this page just says brazen little hussy. Like, I don't, that's Relatable. not what I, that's not what I did, but that's what my eyes are going towards, you know, like, I don't know. 
That's valid. There's one before I started taking notes, I took a picture of a page, which I love when I do that because I'm like, wait, why did I take a picture of yes. this page? I took a picture of his grovel and or one thing that he said because I loved it. I was like, yes, sir. Their and then he is so confusing to me because I well, would go yeah. <laughs> back and forth between being like, wow, I really like like I think yeah. he, Clayton's very romantic. Like yeah, like he would say or do things that I was like, oh, like that really hits. And then he would turn around and do something that made me like genuinely. I was like, you are one of my least favorite heroes I mean, I've ever read. He is genuinely a terrifying person. Oh, that's so true. The way that he can, like, I mean, honestly, like I, I really enjoyed most of this book, but he is so scary. <laughs> like the the way that he can flip a switch. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the entire time she's, like, it's, like, I, I am seeing two people, like, two different people. Mm-hmm. And, like, she even said that about herself. But, like, I mean, that man was great until he wasn't. And then he was gaslighting yeah. you. He was, like, like flipping you. such Yeah. That, I mean, it was so many things that he did just out of, like, the most smallest miscommunication or, like, thing. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, sir. Like, yeah, I think I would have been okay if it was just like, not that him raping her is okay, obviously, but I think I would have been able to handle it better if it was just that one thing that like, he really like lost his temper, did all of that, carried that out. And then because he did feel so awful about it and like really took the time on their wedding night to like, you know, help her get there. And I was like, okay, like, I think we've recovered from it. But the fact that he did the same thing over again and lost his temper again. And then he like referenced the rape in Mm -hmm. that in his anger and was like i'll do it again like and then he like made it a thing that you're like oh are you actually sorry about that sir because like it seemed like you were and now you're like threatening to a like like do that again but in like a way to like make her feel like that again yeah i know but i'm like no i know it it was so weird i was like this is the thing was that he didn't well like i feel like so the whole point of, like, the third act conflict, as we know, is that this is, like, the most insurmountable thing that they will face. Mm-hmm. And so you have confidence after the book has ended yeah. that, like, even though there will be future yeah. issues, they will be able to And I don't know. <laughs> no, I ended this book and I was like, I don't feel like he learned his lesson because no, I thought he no. learned his lesson the first time. Yeah. But then he did it again and he didn't really apologize. He just no, he didn't of- at all. She, she, like, internalized it. And she yeah. was the one who, like, she. it was like he showed up, didn't have to, he just said zero words. She's like, right, she just, like, understood. And I was like, well, so maybe he should have apologized. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, that. that's the thing, because I really enjoyed the, like, paragraph that he was, like, saying to his brother or, like, mm-hmm. to himself or whatever. Like, I mean, I enjoyed his grovel moment or not even his grovel moment, his, like, depression era. Oh, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. I love sure. that. Like, that was great. I mean, that's kind of what I wanted in Dreaming of You. Like, I wanted more of it oh, in Dreaming okay. of You. I think, yeah. Um. So, like, we got that here. I mean, this man was, you know, down for the count. And so I was, I was like, rooting for them at that point. And then he did it again? And yeah. I was like, I can't in good conscience assume, like, I cannot think that he would not do that again at the smallest right. bit of provocation, you know? Yeah, there's one minute. And she even says in the second time that he does that, she mm-hmm. has a moment where she's like considers going and explaining to him, but she's like, no, I need to teach him that he has to yeah. tell me yeah. if he's upset. Like he can't just be angry without reasoning. And then she uh-huh. like she followed through in the sense that she left and she like went to go stay with his yeah. mom, but she didn't follow through in the sense that he never 
like told her no. what, or like apologized or explained she, the misunderstanding anything. Yeah, because she had to figure out why he was angry. Right. She had to like Which is crazy. come to terms with I know. Well, and that also it also ruins one of my favorite things, a pregnancy reveal. Mm. I mean, that also just hurt. That was like a, a oh, knife. A dagger. A dagger to the I love like an alpha hero, mm-hmm. like dude who's not good at processing his feelings, who falls in love. Like I normally love, but this one scary. Yeah, he was scary in a way that others are not. I mean, he sounded kind of hot. I can't lie. He was hot. There's that scene where he walks up behind her at the wedding and just says, Miss yeah. Stone, I adore you. Okay. I was like, oh. Okay. Well, see, see that? I was no. good. I was no. like, yeah, I'm riding that train yep. all the way to the station. Yep. Like. And then Whitney ruined I mean, everything and then he ruined everything yeah. and then everyone ruined everything. But I was still on board at that point, you know? Sure. Like, For I was sure. impressed with I myself. Was with I was like, I think okay. if the book had ended, we get right, yeah. we get like the apology, we get the wedding, we get like mm-hmm. the wedding night, and we get like a little. I think if it had just been like kind of an extended like, mm-hmm. and here's what happens, and here's the wedding night. This is how they overcome. That's what the, I thought like, we were getting. Thing I would have been like, <gasps> wow, perfect, love it, mm-hmm. wrapped it up, and then there was the mm. note, and I was like, I knew that was gonna because come because yeah because. Because we are readers and we know things. I, <laughs> because we are readers and we know things. I'm wearing I a shirt, had, by the way. This is Hot Girls Read. Hot Girls Read and Know Things. It's okay? so true. That That hot is the lesson. Know. Hot Girls Know. That can't actually be a lesson because this hot girl Whitney did not know. know. <laughs> no. Whitney did not know. And no. neither did we. No. Um, but I thought... Because I forgot that she didn't, like, she didn't, like, like, she was terrified of sex. Like, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And so once we got to the point of her, ter- like, being scared of the wedding night, I was like, oh, that's what the rest of the book is going to be. And oh, then no, it I was wasn't. keeping an eye out for that note. I knew there was no way she had written it. No, yeah. No, it was in my, because I was like, it's coming And then back. I was like, please, yep. please don't. Yep. Lulled into a full and, sense of but, security. Okay, okay. We actually have to backtrack. Okay. Because I, I remember enough about the beginning. I just feel like people who don't, who haven't read this, well, <laughs> they're going to be like, what the fuck are we talking about? Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, same. What the fuck are we talking about? Because this point. book is wild. That's a great point. Because it opened with her being 15 and Loki, I was so scared she was going to be 15 throughout this entire oh. thing. And I was, I was like, <laughs> I was, what is... I was not. I was... At first, I was like, um, mm, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little rare. I feel like that um, would have come up. Yeah. When people talk about this book, if she had I haven't heard many people talk about it. Just oh, the fact that she named the characters after her daughter and son, oh. which is funky nuts. Yeah, that was um, that's pretty wild. It was so weird. Like, and also, I'm like, does she like? Is her son like? I don't know if I could name someone that I love after that man. Also, I would hate to say it, but the Clayton not a great name. It is not a great name. I so like, like she. she yeah, like but she committed to it twice. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> like. I also think it's funny that he's Clayton the Duke of Claymore. Like, why I, I thought. Why are there so many Clays? I thought someone was going to, like, reference that. Nope. Because I was like, is. Uh, mm. Claymore, Westmoreland, shortened to Westland yeah. for his. There was a lot going on there. So many, so many things. So it starts with, she's, like, 15, and she is a little hellion. And um, she's got, she's a foolish one. Honestly, if I would have read this before Foolish One, like before we did our speak now, this would have been a contender for Foolish One. She was she was in love with that Paul. And honestly, Paul, oh, I hated that man. 
I thought Paul was so interesting because at first I didn't. Like, yeah, I knew he, he wasn't the love interest, but I yeah. thought it was going to be, like, kind of a, like, a benevolent, like, it just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, it just wasn't right. And then that man got slimy. And I was like, mm. yeah. Mm. I just, the. You know who I was actually the, rooting for? Nikki DeVille. I was That's who rooting, I was rooting for. <laughs> I was rooting for the crocodile man. He wasn't, he was her uncle. Like, it was never going to happen. But, like. He seemed kind of cute too. Not the crocodile, uh, if he's man. if he's gonna Uncle wear Edward. a crocodile, is he if he's gonna wear a crocodile costume for his wife, he's a real one. Like jet setting across the world doing his like diplomat stuff or whatever. We have to come back to the costumes. The co- yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, actually, I the Nikki scared me. I was like, what's at first? I was like, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna be like a slimy, creepy guy? And then he was just kind of cute. And I was like, oh, no, I liked I liked Nikki. Oh, I think he him. gets like a a novella there's like three books in the series and then there's a little extra novella that ties up like he gets a romance with somebody from the third book oh i like i'm definitely tempted to read the series like i am intrigued the first one one. gets much better ratings than the other does it too and i have the third one marked on my want like i had marked that one one to read already it's amnesia oh it's um i think it's called until you oh hello okay well it's uh it's steven we need to do an amnesia episode. <laughs> I haven't read enough, so I can pull that. I can I can pull that. I have some listed. Um. Anyway, Ooh, where were we? Nikki. I just thought, like, if I were gonna choose a romance hero, I'd be I'd be going for Nikki Duville, the Frenchman. I would He's say so I would, charming. but I I did I never vibed with him correctly. Mm. He he was just he just gave me the funky nuts feeling i, I liked him he showed up he was like you're interesting i'm gonna make your life great and then he accidentally fell in love and then he was like <laughs> they were all foolish ones um except for the, the the gaslighting one and the terrifying one he was just that um but she was so in love with paul and um this i like the elizabeth ashton so paul was like courting this elizabeth ashton or like kind of courting he's just kind of a player um, so he clung yeah, to the Yeah, Paul's nearest. just out here escorting ladies. Come on, Paul. Like, I just... Hmm. So, back to that. I'm just, like, reminiscing about, like, the hatred of Paul. It's, like, overwhelming me. Um, so she's in this small town. Everyone is, like, laughing at her and thinks she's just kind of, like, a menace. And her father treats her badly. Like, he's done with her. Um, she's She wears her heart on her sleeve. Everyone knows she wants Paul. She kind of wants to just take it from Elizabeth, too. A little jealousy Honestly issues. Honestly, like I can't. Um, so her her father just like sends her to France. As you I do. mean, I no because so well. relatable is at the end of that like that first chunk where it's like eighteen sixteen. I want to say, yeah. and it's yeah, before it's a, you get into yeah. the four year period in France. It's yep. like her on the boat sailing away, deciding that she's gonna go to France and she's gonna glow up. And she's mm-hmm. going to come back and she's going to be the baddest bitch in town. And Paul is going to fall in love with her and everybody's going to be like, whoa, she got so hot and so cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, nothing is as relatable to me as being like, I'm going to leave and I'm going to get really hot and I'm going to come mm-hmm. back and everybody's going to be like, holy shit. Yeah. That was so I, I respected deeply that deeply relatable because mm-hmm. I want a hot relative who's just going to be like, come with me to France. Come mm-hmm. with me to Paris. Be well, because the, the belle of Parisian society. <laughs> And it was such a fascinating thing, and I don't think we would have seen all of, obviously, that exposition that we got in that first, like, quarter, third or whatever, 
in a modern book because this book is just so long that they were able I to dedicate. I was surprised that it didn't just skip ahead to the yeah. end of, like, we actually got to see what yeah, happened. Yeah, like, so much of it. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. Um, so she gets to France and she's got to learn etiquette. She's got to learn all these lessons. Um, she meets a friend, Teresa, who has the brother, Nikki. They're like a prominent family. Um, basically Nikki danced with her at this ball and that basically like solidified her, um, like diamond status. Mm -hmm. And, um, then she had a bunch of suitors and Nikki was kind of always there. Yeah, he kind of, like, she's, like, his little sister's friend, so he would pop mm-hmm. in and help her out, and, but then as... Yeah, and he, because he never goes to balls, that's the thing. Right, but he, like, mm-hmm. kind of becomes enamored of her by yep. the end of it. Yep, um, and so she is at this masquerade where her uncle is dressed up as a crocodile, and that comes up, he, like, bats a drink out of one of her suitor's hands, and he's, like, swearing in the corner of a crocodile. And I was like, I love him. Like, at the beginning, I was like, if I love one thing about this book, it's Crocodile Man. Um, Crocodile Man? Because I, I, I was Uncle scared. Edward alone, he would be so bummed to know that you think of him as Crocodile Man. <laughs> it was just, and then the aunt, she was great when she was, like, having like, to get drunk because yeah, yeah. all the things were unraveling. She was like, um, I'm going to have a glass of wine, and then I'm going to have another glass of wine. <laughs> and then I'll take a <laughs> bottle. I just, there's something about disgruntled chaperones that know what's going down, but can't do well, a I thing do about love, it. Like, all of the side characters, like, almost got more mm-hmm. of a, like, the whole Elizabeth Ashton yeah. and Peter Redford. Which I really, I thought that was, was cute. was so fun. I thought mm-hmm. that was a really fun, but, like, all of the side characters, with the exception of, like, I guess Margaret, maybe, or, like, yeah the mystery like there were some that were kind of small but most of them really got like a lot of screen time and which i think uh, you're right that surprised me the most about i thought that like this book was gonna be he was gonna like get her at like the beginning like he was Mm. gonna because the the promise on the back is that he's basically just like given her by her father who's in debt so he basically purchases her um and then he just has to like i've heard that it's just like breaking her spirit and all that shit um and whatnot. So I was expecting them to like abscond to this like remote, like gothic mansion and have him just like be a terrible, cruel, like tyrant. I I, I don't know. It just scared me. I had no what clue I what expecting. that. I just uh, from the the horror stories I've heard of people reading this book. I I mean he is a truly terrifying guy. Um, so I just heard some scary. <laughs> experiences i was just picturing some like crazy gothic thing so when we got like the fun Mm -hmm. and like the fun side characters and like the fun little tangents i was like oh this is not what i was expecting it was also a like a different because i kind of i was expecting like a a marriage very quickly and then it to be like a kind of like marriage and crisis book where he's trying to win her over but instead it was like Mm -hmm. no i want to court her and get her to fall in love under with him a fake before, name yeah right like before she like he didn't want her to have to marry him just because and it i mean the the back summary gives nothing away about this book really because right. like i it i mean i just wasn't prepared and so they're at this masquerade she makes eyes across a room with this guy or uh, they have a whole history that she doesn't know about um basically they go do they dance and then go out to the the garden or do they just go out to the garden 
No, he, they, I think they dance. So they dance first. Um, and so then they're like dancing. He's a masked stranger. She doesn't know who he is. Um, he's super tall. He's like six three, gray eyes. And then they're out on the the in the gardens. And then he like kisses her, I th- right? And mm-hmm. then they like banter. Um, and she's kind of like into it. Like he kisses her, and she's like against it. And then she like melts into his arms, stuff like that. Um, and at that point, he like made the decision that he was gonna have her. You know, and I do love. I was gonna say I've said it before. I see what? it. I like it. I want it. I got it. <laughs> and he did. No, I love because throughout the probably like thirty percent, twenty five percent, the first chunk, she never, she never tells you what he is doing with her. And so the assumption. Mm-hmm. I mean, I figured, obviously, he's gonna marry her. But the assumption yeah. oh, obviously yeah. is supposed to be like the mistress all these mistresses and so he Mm -hmm. just i want her and he like draws up the papers and pays for her and so there's this like what does he want her for (laughs) and it's not until later in the book that he like says gotcha oh yeah i guess i was just assuming marriage well sure yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. because everyone thought that he was gonna take because like they were like even his his friends were like he would never marry right. someone out of his class rank no dowry like he would never do that and then meanwhile you know that he's been scheming to like scheming. Have her. <laughs> like a criminal scheming. honestly he's a criminal um ever <laughs> since and <laughs> so they're post masquerade she well, like hang asked on. her we have, aunt- to, we have to go back to the masquerade because oh, no. critically she's dressed as proserpina oh fuck yeah i was gonna yeah um right. That was the first mm-hmm. thing I made a note of because I thought that was I hot eat up. I yeah. eat it up. I I yeah. I listen, I love Hades and Persephone. I love the little illusion mm-hmm. to like he's gonna snatch her mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a whole thing. And it was indeed a whole thing. And also I love that everybody else was like, Oh yeah. Venus, Venus and he was like, yeah. Oh, Proserpina. Prosperina, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We love a little intellectual moment. That was one of my first little bookmark theme bobs um was that yep right here it's literally the first one on page 59 um because she was she was so annoyed at everyone getting it wrong and then he just whips it out and she's like oh she's like oh yeah and also i think the implication was like i mean he's just wearing all black but she refers Mm -hmm. to him as satan because she doesn't know who he is so he just like steps out of the shadows right oh so he's like on her same level even if he's not intentionally dressed as hades Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm. Mm. yeah mm. so they're post well after their dance she like and their garden thing they go back in um he was supposed to get her champagne and then he got sidetracked she's like sneaking back in because she's like i don't want this man's champagne like he's kind of sketchy but also like makes me a little hot so like i'm scared of this um so then she goes finds her aunt and then she's like hey who is that and her aunt's like bad news bears don't don't get involved that's his mistress over there like he's got a string of women like terrible reputation um and then she's like oh okay (laughs) and the aunt's kind of like oh god like is there anything like that's kind of scary um so that is a whole whole thing that will be relevant later i guess um so post masquerade i guess like she just has a few suitors in france and he's making the (laughs) paper where he immediately goes to her father pays a hundred thousand pounds to pay off his debts and now he's like buying like he's the 
he's paying for all of her clothes that she's buying in France. Hot. Yeah. So like she doesn't know, but he's just like footing the bill for everything. <laughs> and dream. um living with dream is what she's doing. I know. And she didn't even know, so she was just like, Ugh. I wish. But then I also don't, because a lot of shit happens. Well, that's true. She does have to <laughs> deal with some shit in the meantime. Yeah. Well, so while we're still in France and like that four year period, I thought it was interesting that a lot of the negative reviews I'd seen were uh, how he broke her spirit. And I thought I if anything think- really broke her spirit, it was the debutante let like having to forcefully like change everything about herself to be attracted to or like be attractive to Paul and to like fit into society and like all of that because like there's a moment okay what yeah well there there's a moment where she's like oh Paul wouldn't like me doing this mm-hmm. but Clayton he wants me to do it like he wants me to battle him and like bicker and all of that um and like fight him on it and so I don't quite I don't quite co-sign that he broke her spirit at all. I was, like, waiting for that, and I don't think that happened. I think she was still kind of the same person. I mean, No, she I don't co-sign still... that her spirit was broken no. at any point, with the exception no. of, like, kind of, like, that frustration at the I think end she was... that she didn't follow yeah. through, but I think that was more... And uh, even then, like, like I don't I think that was... I was frustrated, but I think it was more just that, like, she was willing to... Yeah. Like, she fought him through a lot of that at the end. It was just that she was tired of fighting with him. Like, I don't... Because she was, like, on his level, like, sparring with him. Mm-hmm. Like, for most of it. So I was like, I don't... Like, I didn't get that vibe. Because that's what kind of also really scared me, is that, like, that whole, like, thought of him, like, breaking her spirit throughout it. And I, I don't think that um, happens. No. Um, and even... Well, his whole thing is, like even when like after they have their whole fights and he's almost mm-hmm. engaged to the other one and she comes to find him and he's like you have to come to me but even at that point like she was the one who had done yeah. the la- like he thought that she hated him and didn't want to see him and blah mm-hmm. blah blah like so of course she's the one that has to say like no I actually want to ma-. like you know what I mm-hmm. mean like that just yeah. made sense to me that it would be like her turn mm-hmm. to do it and even then it's not like breaking her spirit it's submitting to a partnership like you have to make sacrifices to be in a relationship i wish that we had gotten more of it from his side i think there were moments when he did but i would have liked to see more Mm -hmm. i Um, i do think he needed like especially he needed yeah he needed to do more i don't necessarily like i didn't really blame whitney at the end for not like make making him i was just like what is going on yeah um but I don't but, think her spirit was broken. No. If anything, like even after the marriage, she was fighting with him, and mm-hmm. he's like, and "You're I, not allowed and to I ride," think, and she goes off and saddles yeah. the horse or something. Like, exactly. Like it was critical. Like she was fundamentally, like at her core, like they couldn't like get her Whitneyness out of her right. in all those four years of her. Well, but I don't think that was even breaking her spirit. I think that the no, whole I don't think that was having either. like Anne be the one that takes yeah. her and like teaches her to do that is teaching her a way to be socially proper. It's kind of masking a little bit, like masking. But not even that so much as like applying herself to a different set of skills because she approaches yeah. it with like that. She would come in and make the quips every night with the mm-hmm. uncle where like she'd make the jokes about the things that she was learning. But I think she really said about it as like, this is just another thing that I'm going to master. I learned all these languages. I'm going to mm-hmm. master society and be a lady and flirt and like 
mm-hmm. become all that. But I, it didn't seem to me like it had broken her spirit. It seemed like it was just a thing that she didn't have an opportunity to do before because yeah. she was so busy being humiliated and taunted. Mm-hmm. Well, and because she, she didn't have the the like life experience to know that Paul, like that he would flatten something in her. Right. Where, uh, again, Clayton is not a great guy by any means or anything, but, like, he didn't stifle her spirit. Right. I mean, he went, like, they went toe-to-toe. Um, and, I mean, there there was that, like, specific, like, passage about Paul wouldn't let me or wouldn't want me to do this, but mm-hmm. Clayton wants me to, right. actively, like, gets me to. And so I, that was just something that I had noticed in the reviews that I had read um that had me really scared and so like when I didn't see that happening I was like oh I mean I'm happy about it but I'm just kind of confused really where that came from because like I didn't I didn't get it I mean I can I can see it to an extent Mm -hmm. I think where like she was the one submitting more than he was or like you know the crop um and different thing but most of the time it was like well, she kind of deserved it or like it was something that she was digging her heels in and it exactly. was like something she that she, she had was... to overcome that mm-hmm. instinct to be stubborn and learn how to mm-hmm. submit, not because a wife has to submit to her husband, but because a partner has to. Like, well, that's they, like they the whole my lord thing, you know, right. like the whole, um, you know, the marriage vows and everything. And she's like, I will never call someone my lord. Um, and then she does it once. And she's like, oh, I just did it to, like, mess you up a chess. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought that would, like, ruin your game. It didn't, by the way. Um, and then she, like, gets it engraved on their um, wedding ring. And so, like, again, like, I thought that was, like, a nice touch of her. To be like, I'm not letting you dictate that you have. Like, you're not telling me I have to call you my lord. I want, like, that's right. a sign of, like, my love. Which I thought was cute and romantic. Well, and he um, even want he's like, I want you to willingly. I don't want to have yeah. to force you to do mm-hmm. this thing. I want you to come that to was, me. Like, yeah, exactly. Like the fake name and all right. of that. So I felt like it was less breaking her and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was like infatuated with this guy that would have let her kind of walk all over mm-hmm. him. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do, it wasn't my favorite romance. It no, wasn't. I mean, I think he broke and went off the rails more than she did. Yeah. Um, oh no, I I agree. Um, but I don't see it as ass. like yeah. Like I don't think it would have worked if it had been written now. I think if this no. had come out now, I would have been like, "What the hell?" But <laughs> the fact that it was written in '85, I'm like, "Yeah, this is yeah. not nearly as like yeah, alpha male gonna break your spirit." Because he was so weird. Like he was so like slithery. Like okay, again, here's my like, thing with Clayton. Where was his backstory? I didn't feel like I knew him as a person for most of this book. Yeah, because I didn't know. I thought he was joking about having a brother and that the stories he was telling were about him and he just didn't want to admit that he was, like, having fun. But no, he has a full brother. Like, there are references when she would call him a bastard and he's like, Uh unfortunately, I'm very aware of my pet. And so I'm like, do you have issues with your dad? But no, there was nothing about that. No, it was sweet. He seemed like he had a very normal family. So I was like, dude, what are your issues? I liked his mom. I love Steven. Steven, Steven, love you, man. Shout out. You're not, you're not slithery. But like, oh yeah, fifty reasons <laughs> I could find them. Um, well, but I just like I think a lot of the reasons I can get behind 
MMCs. And like uh-huh. we got Whitney's background. I knew why she yeah. was doing what she was doing. And yeah. even when she was acting like a toddler, I was like, I'm with you, yeah. girl. Dig those heels in. Yeah. Like I get it. But like Dane, Lord of Scoundrels, we got that uh-huh. whole giant prologue where we found out why he is the <laughs> giant he prologue is. and giant nose. And a giant nose. It's true. We're like, but but so he could behave badly. Right. And I would understand where he was coming from and want to like root for him to get better. Mm-hmm. Or like Sebastian St. Vincent. I know what he went through. And so I'm rooting yeah. for him to like become a better, you know, like there are heroes that can do terrible things. And while I mm-hmm. obviously want them to atone and grovel and like get better, mm-hmm. if I have the backstory, I can at least like yeah. empathize. But the whole so time I, I was like, that, what is your deal? That's the thing. I'm what. <laughs> tangent i'm watching below deck right now and there is a chef he is terrible but the one the one stewardess she's like he's broken i can fix him i know his backstory like it's okay and i'm like girl i know it too he is not okay okay tangent done but he is i think he's getting fired soon so bless but um yeah i you're right he just had a kind of he kind of he he was like he was a weird one because like at first i was like oh he's like seductive and like dark but mysterious and then i thought it was kind of cute i mean not great but i thought i was like you know i accept it that he just wants her and he's gonna get her um i mean good old tom Seprin, good old harry rutledge i love it um no no similarities really beyond that but um i just don't like he seemed like he should be well-adjusted. And he seemed a lot of it, like, he seemed well-adjusted for a lot of the book. Mm-hmm. And then he had, like, crazy f- switch flips. Yeah. Where he was a completely different, terrifying person. Yeah. Where you're just like, what? Who are you? Yeah, it was very... And, like, I could see this being, like, a psychological thriller. <laughs> like, uh, give it a different end. Give it, like, 50 more pages. And, sure. like... You could have a weird, weirdly terrifying sure. book. Well, <laughs> like, like, I even could have, like, at least rooted for him to work through his issues mm-hmm. if we had gotten some, like, he had been in love and she had, like, yeah. tried to trap him with another man's baby. And so that's why mm-hmm. he, like, is so infuriated by You're this right. idea yeah. of, like, being taken. And, and I would still be like, you need to work on yourself and like learn to tell her what but yeah. i would at least be like oh like that's a specific thing that like that's and it would have prepared us that. it would have prepared us yeah for that and, moment and it was just like i'm gonna lose my mind i am not gonna listen to reason i am instead just going to drag her off and rape her and then and you're like whoa where like you were so yeah. with the exception of like again the writing crop which was brought on by a very mm-hmm. specific like he was still very in control and this yeah. was a purposeful like you did a childish thing i'm going to give you a childish mm-hmm. punnet like and if and if you're curious about what that was she had like there was a horse that need to be broken in so well, was, like a weird on. we need to come back to the writing yeah. crop scene because there's, there's something so i think much. is really interesting about it but like there's so much throughout the whole beginning of that book he's so in control and mm-hmm. so like she'll infuriate him and he'll like do things to get back at her but it's mm-hmm. all like premeditated and intentional and supposed mm-hmm. to like challenge her without because he was like humiliating like, her because again like he was willingly letting her flirt with paul he was right. willingly letting her like do all of this stuff and just kind of like sitting back and kind of chuckling and, like playing chess with her when he got the moments so he was like being very blasé and like level-headed about a lot so then when he did have the turn you're like oh my god god yeah it was just very jarring and Mm -hmm. i I still don't really know where it 
What? No. Why? Why? Whoa. I I don't have especially the second one because at least the first one you were like oh you know it was the first time that he really questioned yeah. like the whole time he's like oh well we're gonna get married like we just mm-hmm. are. So the reason because why why was he angry? He was and mad because Margaret... Margaret. Oh, he was angry. Cause there, cause he was so angry. He, he had he come back to the it. town. He had told her yeah. to tell all that they, she You're was breaking right. it yeah. off, and he got back to the town, and there was gossip, mm-hmm. and so he thought that she had gone off to buy mm-hmm. her trousseau to marry Paul. So he was already angry, and so when Margaret said like, "Oh, she's sleeping around," he didn't have. You're the so right about presence of mind, but he had never really paid attention to gossip at that point. Yeah. So I was like, "Why is it now this one thing?" I'm just You're confused. Right. Yeah, because, like, I mean, he was, like, getting pushed to the limit. He's, like, like I won't tolerate, tolerate her actually, like, engaging herself to someone else. Like, I right. thought um, that it wasn't going to be the baby note. I thought it was going to be a note that she had – I thought she had already sent off I'm eloping with Paul. Like, I thought she oh. – I thought that was maybe going to happen, that she was going to send that off prior to her actually communicating with Paul and then him, like, putting his entire ass in his mouth. Um <laughs> And then, like, that not happening. And then I thought, like, that was already going to be en route. And then she was going to have to, like, get there. And then he was going to, like, be like, oh, my God, she's eloped. And then all of that. Right. That right. didn't happen. But it happened kind of elsewhere. <laughs> with yeah. different notes. Um, So, like, you're right. Like, he didn't have a history of gossip or, like, gossip ruining his life or like, ruining his father's life or anything like that. So I don't. So just I like mean, his whole, the tragedy of him was just that he had to, like like take on the dukedom at a younger age we well, and his right? dad like i think was kind of mean to him but not like yeah. there was just like the one story about how his was father that, like, was kind of stern he yeah. had like not come down he was like really dirty when he came to dinner and so his father told him he like couldn't take the boat yeah. out or anything but, oh like, yeah and then he kind of had like a cheeky little yeah nine-year-old moment about it sure and it's a fun do. story to tell <laughs> sure so i have like, no idea what his deal was yeah which not that trauma makes your current actions excusable but at least we would have understood where it was coming Mm -hmm. from and realized like this is a thing he has to work on but instead he didn't work Mm -hmm. on it he just was like the exact same thing happened that happened before which is that he realized there was a miscommunication Mm -hmm. and it's like well he felt bad about it but felt less in the first place like yeah he he felt less bad that man is a professional conclusion jumper because there's like a couple of times when whitney jumps to conclusions Mm mm-hmm but it's usually like reasonable when she does it. Well, where, and like she I sees can see how you would get there. Like, sure. Like when she jumps to the conclusion that um he sent, or that he like showed up at the wedding because he was invited mm-hmm. and not because he like wanted to see her. And honestly, I was like, "What? You're going on this journey?" And I was like, "Okay, fine, we're here." And then when her friend was like, "No." Like I sent like he was not invited. Like, have you thought about that? And she was like, "Oh." oh, you're right. Maybe mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was impressed with her throughout the entire book. And I liked her a lot. And I also thought, thought it was funny that they were like, Whitney is such a weird name. Because she was supposed to be named Wit or whatever. No, I think, wasn't it or, that or Whitney, Whitney was a, a man's a name? A man's name, yeah. So then, like, um, her father wanted an heir, so he just named her Whitney. And it was a point brought up. Which is, modern day, I was like, what? We, we know Whitney's <laughs> um but yeah so where were we so we we're after the gar after the masquerade he's like at her father's Look, I don't know do you know how many twists and turns there are I, I cannot I could not tell you the rest of the plot of this then, book. well because then she goes back and she's had her glow up 
And then Paul sniffed around like a little rat. Little rat Paul. And yeah. yeah. And then there's like a mysterious neighbor in town and Margaret, her nemesis, is um clinging on to the Westmore Westland because his like ducal name is like Westmoreland or whatever. Like the Duke of Claymore, Clayton Westmoreland. But apparently no one was smart enough or knew him. Like he went to like a dowager or something like in town and like told her to like keep her trap shut. Like he told a few people to be like, I'm just, I need a break. The ducal responsibility has got me. So I, I just need a little break. Um, she was a fun character too. Um, and so he's like courting her. Whitney does not recognize him as the masquerade man. Um, because like Superman, a pair of glasses and or a mask can just completely, you know, get rid of the muscles and the six foot three gray eyes. Like a, who would recognize that? Um, and so she hates him. Like, he he's kind of, like, approaching it as, like, the kind of same banter that they had at the garden where she doesn't know this man. She's like, I don't like your energy. You're very rude. And I want Paul, my little happy, nice guy who's actually not at all. Um, and so he's just tickled pink by her hating him. He thinks it's just the damnedest thing. And, um, so it's just like a lot of that, like the the middle of the book is them just in that small town, him like getting moments of them together, her trying to like get Paul to notice her and to like want to marry her. She plays a lot of chess with Clayton, which I thought was fun. I liked their moments of them just kind of like, it was the chess moment that he says that he like fell in love with her. And then she kind of like cites that too. Um, but also notably there's a moment really early on like one of their first dinners they attend together where they start to banter like she she tries to be like silent treatment and then eventually gives mm-hmm. in uh and there's a a moment where she notes that like they're still kind of bickering fighting uh but it, it's started to feel like playing chess with him and like yeah. maneuvering and she's enjoying it mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of a fun like I mean, you know I eat it up when it's a clear, like, two characters are on an intellectual yeah. level all their own. Mm-hmm. And that was a really indicative, like, even just talking. They're, they're maneuvering mm-hmm. their little pieces around. Sounds exhausting, yeah. personally, but. It did. They went through a lot of shit. Boy, they went just back to and get, forth. Yeah. Just to get, like, Ooh. the 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 conversation that he had already, like, purchased her hand. Because she didn't know. So she thought she was just, like, free to marry Paul, and so she was working towards that. Then the whole riding crop scene happens because um, she's, like, a a great rider. Um, And she doesn't know, like, his skill, really. And they get it in their heads. There's, like, a... There's, like, a... There's, like, a horse in their stables that um, is, like, very temperamental. Um, It hasn't been broken in yet. That's... I feel like that's kind of, like, a metaphor for a lot of shit in this book um and so she is like you can ride him because <laughs> she wants to like ruin this man's life which i i mean i co-sign that um so she's like you can you can ride this one um i'll take mine and uh the horse is terrified of the riding crop like it's like a pretty good horse until like it sees a crop and then it like it um you know flies off the handle And so there's like a moment where they're like fighting with each other and they were like, it was like after they were running or like racing, right? 
No, he had. Um, how would they get to that like tree spot from the picnic? Like, how did they? No, no, no. So they were still at the stable at that point, and he had ridden the horse, proved his point. Oh, okay. Kind of, she was cool with it, but he said mm-hmm. something. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something to her, and she tried to smack him with the riding crop and hit the horse. Yeah. And so the horse obviously took off. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And so she follows him as what, ha- or she? No, You're no, no. Right. She go. She heads off. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to just awkwardly wait here for them to come back. So she heads off towards the other place, and he finds her because he's managed to stay on oh. the horse because he's a superior horseman. Yeah. So he finds her and grabs her slash the horse and is like, get down. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a discussion. And then loses. Well, he doesn't and lose he's his like, mind, you're gonna He's very r- in control. Yeah. He's like, you're going to ride my thigh. Like, in any other book – if it was like a consensual like crop scene, I'd have been like, "Holy shit!" Like, because like she didn't ride his thigh in like a sexual, like suggestive way. Like she didn't. No, she I mean, it was, but like it wasn't like. Yeah, but like she could well, have. Well, because this like, whole thing is like you said that time. to be friends, we have to have things in common. We yeah. have to like like the same things. You like riding. You like apologies, and you like using the crop. So now you're gonna ride my lap. You're gonna apologize, and I'm gonna use the crop. Which, like, listen, if it had been written today, would I have an issue? Yes. Probably. Maybe. It depends. I think it actually could work in erotica. (laughs) Here's my thing that I thought was so interesting, was it was so reminiscent of BDSM, uh, like, erotic stories and like fan fictions and things that i have read and not just like yeah. oh they're spanking but the ones that like really do get into like the mm-hmm. nuances of a dom sub relationship and like the psychology mm-hmm. of it and how all of that works and there's this idea mm-hmm. that there is if there is an offense the dominant partner punishes the submissive mm-hmm. one there is an apology whether that's before or after yeah and then the offense is forgiven and Forgotten in the sense that, like, they won't do it again. But, like, mm-hmm. it is no longer a thing that anyone is harboring resentment over. It is completely, yeah. like, the slate is wiped clean. And it mm-hmm. builds a sense of trust and intimacy between the two partners. And she so mm-hmm. explicitly mimicked that, where she makes a note of, like, yeah. when Whitney would apologize to her father, there was no sense of, like, absolution after the apology and the punishment because her father would just mm-hmm. continue to rail at her about it. And so in this case, mm-hmm. it was very jarring for him to be like, no, you're forgiven. We're done. You've apologized. You've taken the punishment. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to keep – because she tries yeah. to apologize again, and he's like, no, you're yeah. you're done. You've already done it. We're, we're good. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so fascinating because there is, mm-hmm, like, kind of this, like, daddy issue type yeah. <laughs> relationship between them where she's really seeing yeah. that kind of, like, fatherly relationship from him. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know that I love it, but Freud sure would. <laughs> or, even, like, you, know, you know, after he rapes her and she, like, cries in his arms, yeah. and you're like, oh. And then he's like, she cried into my arms. Yeah, he yeah. Has a there's a lot. There's a lot happening because I mean, she like brings up that scene. Like to him, it's forgotten. And she, but I think she she didn't like it. Not because he whipped her, but she didn't like that he witnessed her being the childish like Whitney right. of the past. Well, she even and, like, acknowledged, she, and she was it. embarrassed. Like, deserve that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, like, while it wasn't consensual, and like, she's like, yes. I am your sub. Like they didn't obviously right. enter it like explicitly like that. Where in a lot of like erotic stuff like that, like at the beginning, there's normally like a safe word and all of right, that. Like right, well, but obviously it wasn't that's sexual not was the thing. no, 
No. And so like that but you're you're right about the like that he just was like over it. Right. Like after that. And like massaged them away, like her like welts away. And like it, it can't have been like that hard because she was crying but like she could ride after and she didn't make any comment about like yeah. sitting on an ass it was, it i think it was like, like three or four times props. he like th- i think it was six was it but six? it was like over clothes like, yeah right. so like it's yeah. not but mm-hmm. and i think she was crying more of like the embarrassment of her actions and that and again like i'm not being like yeah i want this to happen to me but <laughs> an interesting no i know i'm with you I think she's it, like yeah i, I would <laughs> no i was thinking i was i was contemplating yeah like i'm not like again like he's not a great guy but it was a compelling story no i'm with you for, i'm with you i thought you that know, was a really like, fascinating scene yeah and i i didn't have. again like i was scared of it because i knew it was coming and then when it came so early yeah i was like oh come early I was like, oh, they're not even, like, she doesn't even know who he is. Like, they're not even married. It was such a different dynamic than I was expecting. Like, I was just so, like, fascinated by the entire thing. Yeah, and it was a, it wasn't, like, I just thought it was such an interesting, like, he, he says, you, you're getting a a childish punishment for a childish offense, and it just felt very, like, grow up, Whitney. That was not, Mm -hmm. like, that's not the way an adult behaves. Mm Mm-hmm. Again. You're right. Wouldn't want it to happen to me. Not a thing that I condone. Yeah. yeah. But I don't read romances based on the things that I condone. Whatever accent Daniel Craig does, it compels me, though. It compels me, though. <laughs> uh, so it did compel me. It did. It compelled me so much. I nearly gave this book four stars, and I was so I was close excited to about it. If it had ended and after like, 50 the pages. wedding night. If it had ended mm. at that point, it would have been a solid four. Right? And I literally went back and counted, and it was literally, like, 49 pages from the end. And I was like, god damn it, you ruined a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got we've got the writing crop well, and scene. And it's crazy, because yeah. Clayton does these things where you, like, he'll beat you with a writing crop, which, like, is crazy. But then he'll turn around and, like, there's the party that she hosts. Yeah. Um, Where her uncle starts, like, boring people with his talk about rocks. And uh-huh. Clayton just, like, goes off and very earnestly is like, oh, I want to talk to you about those prehistoric rocks. Yeah. And like, draws the – like, he helps her host because the aunt isn't doing it because yeah. she had just walked in and caught her making out, I think, with Paul, right? And is like, I'm going to mm-hmm. have a glass of wine and then I'm going to have another glass of wine mm-hmm. and then I'm going like, to have this bottle with me. Yeah. The aunt knew that he was uh, – yeah. that Clayton had her. <sighs> she yeah. was – going through it is what Anne uh-huh. was doing. she's like writing frantic letters to her husband they're not getting doing he got like one out of like 50 letters and she then is... edward shows up and is like oh sick the betrothal worked out edward. yeah and she's like what you knew he's like yeah i mean like their energy matched like <laughs> edward was so real for that uh, right crocodile man crocodile man you, it was like i mean it. they vibe right off the bat so you can I get it like i bet if it was an audiobook he'd have had a hot voice just saying he's like an older um, man so yeah but it would have worked i mean you know there are some older men like george clooney who like get oh, it. so you're picturing george clooney as no Uncle edward in the no he's the first too. one that i was like yeah i'd tap that so okay, george clooney enough. you've got the honors um <laughs> um yeah so we've got We've got the that scene. And what look, next? I don't know. I don't either. I don't think we're chess. gonna be able to get 
from one end to the other of this book no. because it is so convoluted the way that they're like they will make up and yeah. you think that they're okay well i mean there's like 300 mm-hmm. more pages of the book so you not you know they're not okay but like for the time being they are and then yeah. somebody says something that offends somebody else or there's a misunderstanding or paul yes. is there or he like goes to london or there's gossip yeah or so margaret creates it there's just so many like well, back and forth the yeah because you know they, they like we fast forward through like them at the small town she's convinced she's marrying paul he's like no i still gotta convince her so then he takes her to london because paul is like out of town so paul is a non-issue at that point so then he takes her to london go, they go to a party um she's like starting to like fall for him and she's like feeling like conflicted about it cause she's like i'm kind of cheating on paul but like i also really like this guy like he's a good friend like I'm gonna, I'm so sad to be like, be like hurting him. Like when I elope with Paul, because that was like her whole plan. Because she had figured out at this point that um he had bought her her hand in marriage or whatever, and so she was angry about. So after that happened, um, like she was really laying into Paul, like into wanting to like marry him, and then he like took her to London. Cause well, he and that's just, when like, Paul gets real slimy. Yeah, because yeah. Oh no no no! It's oh. right after that. Yeah, because um, because he was taking her to London. Clayton was as like a genuine like nice thing to do. He's like, I just thought like you would like it, and so she sees him in his element, and she sees him with like all his friends and like all of the higher echelon people, and she's like, I don't know if I can elope and like make him a laughing stock. Like she's like super worried about like his feelings, and like how he will feel after she elopes, and like that's her like she's like starting to like second guess it all and then they have a great night she gets really drunk on champagne thought that was a fun scene um and she's staying with her friend emily who i'm assuming was book one i have no i think book one is the uh the ancient they reference like the first dukes of claymore who like steal the the bride and go get married that makes more sense why i was called kingdom of dreams the series Oh, that's that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. It's, it's like, I don't know if it's medieval, but it's it's huh. like the first duke that they reference that, like, carries off the bride and starts the tradition. Oh. Well, I have that one somewhere in this pigsty that is my room. Um, yeah, because I, well, I also I thought find... Emily was the first book, but no. Yeah, I want to find that book. I'm assuming it's a book. Maybe. Hopefully. I, I like the relationship. I don't know that it is. Really? God damn it. I mean, I don't know. I was assuming know. it was book one. Well, um, her whole friend had a, the same kind of like marrying the upper class relationship and she's from this small town and it felt really like a book previous that you hadn't read before, but you're like getting enough context about. So she's like staying with her there. They go back to town uh, or to the little village and she's got to basically like commit to this whole Paul thing. So she's waiting for him to get home. He gets home from his travels and he's only gotten worse she's like hey let's go elope um this is what you have to do and he's like i can't elope like pox on you pox on eloping like all that shit um and she's like kind of taken aback at like his attitude oh well this is when he's like i already spent a bunch of money and then blames it all on her he bought like a horses and a carriage as if like, he's mad that he was spending money she didn't have, mm-hmm. that she never told him that she had, like... Oh, yeah, because she's like, I don't have a dowry. Like, this right. guy, like, he, like, and paid he off my father's debts. Her about it. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. 
pardon. And then she kind of feels bad about it, too. She's I know. Like, oh, I, I guess it was kind of my fault. And I was like, Whitney. That that was a Girl, I it's really like hard that. to be a woman because you're expected to apologize for everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be so real with you. That is on him. He spent money he didn't Pox have. Pox on Paul. Pox, Pox on, on Paul. Paul. Hated him. A plague on both um, their houses. Plague on all of his houses. Hopefully he only has, like, zero. And he's, like, living in a chicken coop. Um... Yeah, there were some uh, loose ends. What happened to Paul? What yeah. happened to Margaret? Yeah. Well, I mean, at least maybe, like, Paul and Margaret got married because Margaret wasn't getting anywhere. Like, she wasn't she wasn't good enough for society. And Elizabeth married someone else who Paul was trying to go after. So maybe they can have, like, a terrible life together. Um, I, Like, at least, at least to me, she covered up the Elizabeth loose end, um, which oh, I thought yeah. was, again, fascinating. Like, in that, like, we'll get to that. So... Paul's out of the picture. She goes back to London. Because, like, Clayton's one thing was, like, you have to, like, you can't, there can't be gossip that you're marrying Paul. Like, that's the one thing. Like, that's my red line. Like, you can't cross that. Like, people have to know that um, I'm not a laughing stock and I like you're, like, mine. Because um, he's very possessive. And so, because he was like, yeah, she can flirt with Paul. She can, like, make these towns people think she has Paul. Because, honestly, they, like, made fun of her for so long for, like, loving him. That, like, it's great on her if she could, like, like play with him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, show them that she's got it. So, he was, like, empowering her to, like, mess with Paul. But he just didn't think that she was, like, in love with him or thought she was in love with him and, like, trying to do that. And so... She gets sidetracked by the whole Elizabeth Ashton thing, and they don't necessarily tamp down that the or that the engagement between her and Paul is not happening because her like rival for Paul Elizabeth um has always loved like a childhood friend ish person Peter that we like meet mm-hmm. kind of throughout the the first half and um. Peter has always been scared off of Paul or scared off by Paul because Paul is always next to Elizabeth because she had like a dowry and stuff. And so Peter was never going to make a move. Well, once Paul was with Whitney, Peter started to like, you know, express his emotions for Elizabeth. And she was like, yes, he's finally going to propose. And so she's like, hey, Whitney, could you maybe not say that Peter or Paul is available again until Peter pops the question? Whitney's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of risky. Like, I only have, like, three days to work with, and then we've got to, like, lay that rumor to rest. And so, you know, pages go by, and she's she's made it so that now Peter has married, or is going to marry Elizabeth. And her, that goal is complete. She can now go to London and dispel any gossip and, or, and tell um, Clayton that she's no longer enamored of paul and that she wants to marry him and it's at that moment <laughs> when everything happens because obviously she's finally like come around to him she's like he's a good guy like i'm excited for this like i am okay with everything that's gone down and then shit hits the fan but in like an interesting way like i again like it was not expected but i didn't hate like it was it's it's weird to think about i will say i had read so i read through that and we were kind of in the aftermath Mm -hmm. and i was downstairs and my 
oldest brother was sitting with me and I'm sitting there reading the book and we're all we're like kind of in the living room and he goes yeah is that have any bodices been ripped oh god and I was like unfortunately yeah <laughs> like yeah. actually yeah the bodice was the, ripped the back of her dress was just here. destroyed he, he shredded those clothes I was like yeah actually um like I know yeah. you were kidding but yes yeah <laughs> it's not great it's yeah. not going well because they're at, because like, um, he's having this like party or something, and Margaret's there, and she's like, Yeah, didn't you know that, um, she isn't a virgin? Like, Paul had her, like, Nikki's had her, like, she's not a virgin. And then he just flies off the handle. He's like, What? Like, she's not. Like, he, that was too much for him. He was like, she's lying. She's deceitful. Like, I was, like, uh, I don't know. So it, like, threw him out of orbit. And so she's finally there to tell him that she's ready. And then he, like, drags her out of that ball. Her friends don't know where she went. She, like, leaves with him. So that's already, like, kind of scandalous. And, um, he's basically like, oh, okay. Like if you've already had people, then I'm just going to like leave, like, I'm going to have you too. And then that's going to be your punishment. And then I don't know if he was still planning to like marry her or what was happening. Um, I think it was. Yeah. So it it was very weird because, so they're, they're in the carriage and he's like giving her the silent treatment and it's like very like scary behavior of like, she's like, what did I do? Like, I have no clue what I did. And, like, just tell me, and I will try to fix it. Uh, and he's, like, not saying anything. Brings her to his house. At, like, at some point, so he, like, starts kissing her. And, like, she she knows that he wants to, like, have sex with her. And she's, like, honestly, like, if this is... She's kind of, like, viewing it as, like, her own repenting a little bit. She's, like, if he needs, if he needs me to, like, do this for him... Because, like, she didn't know it was because he believed a rumor from Margaret... She thought it was because of the gossip from town. And so she's like, yeah, it was my fault. Like, I I don't want Paul anymore. If I have sex with him, he will know that, that I want him. So she thought he was, like, lovingly, like, wanting to take her. Um, but it wasn't that. He, like, wanted to punish her and, like, make her hurt. Um, and so she was – it was interesting scene. I mean, it was rough and it was hard um, to, like, read about. But – I I still didn't hate it. Like it, it was yeah. Like no, I was like I okay, yeah. As much as you can, yeah. So then he fully he hate. like rapes her, and as soon as he realizes that she's not a, that she is a virgin, he like he has a full on meltdown. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. He like throws his head back, super dramatic. She's just like sobbing. He like pulls out, and he's just like, what the fuck and um he tells her it was because margaret she's like how could you fucking believe that and then she's like cries in his arms and he is absolutely disgusted with himself not again like a point in his favor but i thought he at least really hated himself (laughs) a lot which i approved of yeah like i was like okay good hate yourself yeah Um, I support that. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to dissolve this marriage contract. I'm a terrible person. I'm going to drink a lot. I am going to give her 10,000 pounds because 
she should have a life with Paul. I'm going to write her a letter and tell her that and tell her best of luck with Paul. Um, and I'm going to never see her again and pine for the rest of my life. And he like took women out like on dates and none of them were her. I'm assuming <laughs> none of them none were of Whitney. Them were her. I'm assuming he Too was celibate true. at that time. There was like a point where he's like, I was celibate for eight weeks. I'm assuming it was the whole time. I yeah. don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think it was because yeah, he was he was, he was definitely unenthused. Um, and so then he's just thinking he doesn't have a chance, rightfully so, because he has done irreparable harm. And um, there was a very good scene where he goes home and his brother's there, and um, the brother is like shocked because apparently like Clayton, which again, like you're right, like we didn't see, we didn't know that he was like a great brother or like like the golden boy or anything. So like Steven was so shocked that Clayton was like driven to mm-hmm. rape and like they have a conversation and they like call it rape and they like have like a whole conversation about like how he did this to her and like how she cried in his yeah. arms and Steven is like what like what is happening? Like he is like obliterated drunk. Like, I don't know how to process this. The mother hears it from, like, she's, like, standing in the doorway. They don't know that she's there. So she knows what's going on. And they're all just kind of like, whoa. Like, he's broken. Like, this has broken him. Um, And then Whitney is, it was sad to see her have to, like, still put on, like, a smiling face and, like, go about, like, the ton. Because, like, she was, like, internalizing a lot of it um and she didn't want to like tell her friends what happened and all of that and um you know she had to kind of deal with the fact that like she left with him but she wasn't accounted for so like her reputation and all of that um and then do they because i know emily or yeah emily like sends him the invitation to elizabeth's wedding um because at that point like she Neither of them thought that they were going to, like, get back together or anything. So she invites him to the wedding. Whitney is a bridesmaid, so she's, like, standing up there. And then he is in – he's in the church in a very romantic moment, may I add. You mentioned it earlier in the episode, and very, like, hot, where he's, like – it's after the the nuptials or whatever. And um, he, like, comes up behind her because she's, like, seen him. She's clocked him but they haven't spoken. And then he comes up behind her. And then what did he say? Miss Stone, I adore you. And she like backed up into him and they just like stood there, like his hand around her waist. And that was great. Cause that had like come off the heels of his, like the paragraph that he has to Steven about uh, the sh- the stuff that he would like do or like how much he loves her, which again, like, what was it? Please come back to me. Just let me hold you and I swear I will make you forget. I'll fill your days with laughter and your nights with love. I'll give you a son. And if you still can't love me, then I'll ask. Then all I ask is that you give me a daughter, a daughter with your eyes, your smile. Dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, God. But he never said that to her. He thought them. So I was like, sir, if you could like, if you could like copy and paste that into your mouth and like tell her that would like really like do it for me. (laughs) So he like had the thought, but he never said it. So like that is a that's negative, but I still loved the thought. Um, 
And so, yeah, he was, he was a man in pain. Um, rightfully so. He was that. And so then she thinks that they're good, but then she's like, oh, he was invited to the wedding. He wasn't coming for me. I just made a fool of myself. So then she kind of jumps to those conclusions and you're kind of like, Whitney, what? But you're still, you're along for the ride. You're like, oh, okay. Um, and then they, they get back together because she like realizes it and she's like, oh, I have to go to him. Like he was waiting for that. Um, like that was his whole stipulation the entire time is that like he wants me to come to him unwillingly. So she does. They get back together. They plan this marriage. They get married. It's cute. His family's great. It's a great wedding. Um, he's a doting husband. It's beautiful dress. They like on there there's like an and like it's it was like a cute montage scene i was like oh that's fun but she is stressed about the wedding night because she's like that shit hurt i am terrified rightfully so and he's like like i know that i did you wrong but i need to promise you like that's not like it that was not making love like that was not it and so it won't be like Mm -hmm. that when we have our wedding night and she's like okay that's good to know but also can we just not have a wedding night fast forward they get to the wedding night and she's like actually like i just wanna like she has a whole metaphor story that i can't remember but she has it and it was writing um <laughs> nightmare yeah nightmares in her closet or no, there she were didn't monsters in her closet him and his penis to be the monster in her closet and so she's like let's just do it she wanted them to be the monster well, in her that pussy. is true. That is true. Rar. Rar indeed. And so he, they have like an actual consensual wedding night and he prepares her and it's all good. And she's like, oh, let's do that again. And so on and so forth. So then there's like a little bit of them being cute and it was great. And I was having a good time. But then I was like, why are these pages left? <laughs> I was like, No. <laughs> I was like, no, I refuse. How can you possibly be left? And then she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And I was like, yeah, baby. Um, Literally. Because then she gets to tell him about it. And she, like, gets, like, these baby clothes from the shops. And she, like, embroiders the W for Westmoreland on the little onesie. And it was the cutest thing because she's bad at embroidery, but she did it for that. And so then... She like hides the um the onesie in a in her desk drawer, which also has a note in it that she wrote when she was trying to apologize for having misconstrued his intentions at the wedding. And in the letter, she was trying to get the courage to like go talk to him and apologize, but she like wrote a note that says, "It has come like I am with regrettably I'm with child, um come see me or whatever." And she's like, okay, that's actually a shitty thing. Like, I can't. That note should have been disregarded. She stuffs it in her uh, desk so that no one sees it because it's incriminating. And then she probably forgets about it. Reader, no one forgot about it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Reader, we remembered. Reader, we remembered. <laughs> and so the same drawer that the note's in, the baby onesie is now in. And Wes... Moreland in his happy wedded bliss goes up because she's like hey I left this thing in this desk drawer go get it he's like okay 
He bypasses the freaking onesie. He thinks it's like. No, no, no. They're in different drawers because he was looking for, mm-hmm. she was going to write a letter. And so she's like, hey, go get me stuff. And so he was, I think mm-hmm. he was digging through drawers and he was going through looking for the letter that she told him to find. And she, he like dug through, couldn't find it. And there was one at the bottom that he was like, oh, maybe it's this. And it was the note. Really? No, I, he, I think he saw it. He like drawer. disregarded it. I mean, maybe he didn't, but either way, oh. he, he just completely did not catch the, the hands that she was laying down. And so he finds that and he's like, okay, wait she was pregnant that's why she wanted to get back with me like she wanted i know this man turned into an olympic level conclusion jumpist that man gold medaled in jumping to conclusions i was like come on i was like this is too far like this is too much like i could not believe this we were having to deal with this i put it down i saw the note and i put the book down and i was like i am so tired I physically got angry. <laughs> yeah. I think I out loud said, yeah. I am so tired. I took off my glasses. I didn't want to see more. Like, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Call us. Call me Ariel. <laughs> no Because I have no words. We were in uncharted waters. Except for they were charted. We were. By we the really notes were. that we had followed along the way and we knew. But I was choosing to avoid it. And what do you, what do you know? It came back to haunt us. And so he's like, wow. One, she really, she got pregnant after I, like, raped her. So that's one thing. Two, she only want wanted to marry me to cover up the baby, even though she, like, he's, he assumes that she was pregnant, but then she wasn't anymore. And because then, like, so he, like, jumps to all those conclusions and then at one yeah and then she so then they they have a conversation about them being pregnant and he's like so who's the father and she just like laughs she's like what the fuck are you talking about and so he's like okay so she's this is actually my she's like this is my child like i know that like she isn't lying about this but that means she was still with somebody after the horrible night and she's now lying about it and trying to like cover that up and was like lying on her, the wedding and all of that. And I'm like, I don't know how you got to this conclusion. I would have just assumed that like she was trying to write to him that she was with child. And like, I thought he was just like, cause she was she, right. Yeah. Well, I think because he's like, uh-huh. he knows that yeah. he didn't come. So yeah. like yeah. he had just like thrust into yeah. her and then pulled back out. So he's like, yeah couldn't be me and it's not until later that he's yeah. like but she wouldn't know that clayton yeah and you know it's so sick and twisted there's a lot that's sick and twisted about this you know i really it's not just like he's angry and he wants to punish her what's scary is all yes. the ways that he divide and mo- like most no, of which he doesn't carry but- out but he thinks about like i'm gonna let her have the child i'm gonna let her keep it nurse it like keep it for a couple of years so that she can get attached and then i'm gonna take it away from her and send it Uh to another estate to be raised he was getting real psychological horror about it and like wanting to like he like he backtracked on every like apology he had about the rape and was like i want her to feel that again and like i want that like that's because like because he like contemplated taking a mistress and he's like no like i can't do that so i'm just gonna use her like she's my wife well then he's like i'm gonna use her as an unpaid yeah 
like servant uh-huh. and whore and you're like uh-huh <laughs> and you're like this is the guy who just had a really cute <laughs> wedding and like was misty like it just and again it ruined the baby reveal which really pissed me off i was like god damn it the one thing i hold close in this life is that moment and he took it he took it away from me in the worst way and so like that so she has no clue at this point she's like what the what the hell like she just thinks that he didn't want a kid because she didn't know before the baby like that she was she didn't know if he wanted kids they never talked about it and so she was scared that he wasn't going to want one um but she's like no but he's like he loves me like it's gonna be good and then when he was like, I will never have that child or like that brat. And like, I mean, the shit he said, she's like, oh, so he just like, he doesn't want me because I'm pregnant. Like he doesn't want this child. And so she's just so confused. And it's so sad to see her just be like, what the hell is going on? Like, we just had like a great start to our marriage. And then um, it gets to a point. I can't remember what like the final straw was, but she just leaves. She's like, no, like I'm not. Well, I think it was because he didn't was come it? back for like four days. Oh, they had the they went yeah. to a party together because she yeah. there was the whole like she went to the, the one dress. without him. And I did. He was all mad, and she was like, "Try and lock yourself in the room." I did with enjoy me. all when of he that. Was at cards with at whites or whatever, and sure. the one of course. Oh my god! And then the all one the single one like, who had no clue. <laughs> the one single because like that guy. happened at the first like. They he was like at that table with those same people with the same like single guy and he had no clue like what married life was and so like it was like a joke and um so it was about like something and like he he like remembered that so then in this scene that guy was like oh oh god well hang on we're not there yet they have the one party yeah where they're like oh hey I just saw your wife uh-huh. at that party she looked very beautiful and Clayton was like hang on I'm gonna go fuck something up. Well, then he sits in his yeah. in her room in the dark, uh-huh. in the most ominous, like, waiting for you. And she's like, fine, lock yeah. me in the room, but only if you lock yourself in here with me. Power move. Then there's another party, and it's like uh-huh. the Archibalds or something. So she's like, I told them we'd both go. So he's like, fine, they both go. She wears a scandalous dress. Mm-hmm. He's pissed about it. Something happens at that party. Oh, that's yes. when his mistress is there. And she's introduced, mm-hmm. a former mistress, obviously. They go have a conversation, and while he's out on the balcony, and he's, like, contemplating maybe getting with her, but then he's like, mm-hmm. damn, can't do it. Comes back into the party, because he, she's like, oh, yeah, that guy was hoping you would come talk to me so that he could make a move on your wife, and he's like, hang on, I gotta go knock some heads together. Leaves, she's already left, he's pissed about it, because then he has to leave, or else there's gonna be gossip, so he stays in his townhouse for, like, four days, and then when he comes back, he misses her by- that's the point at which yeah. he's like, I'm gonna treat her like a servant. because yeah. he, he couldn't- con- he contemplated the mistress, he couldn't do it. Right, so he was like, I'm just gonna aggressively mm-hmm. have sex with her whenever I want. Sure, that's yeah. an okay thing to Never. do, she said, yeah. very sarcastically. Pulled up at his house, she wasn't there. He goes everywhere. then he finds the note again and then at some point he has like the revelation that it was all a misunderstanding and he was like oh of course she must have written this before to which i like i don't know how he got to the point that he did where he was like oh Mm -hmm. i was like my dude it was too much and it it was was so 
it was so much and then he doesn't even apologize he just shows up and is there and so she's like at his mother that's the last place he thinks to look for her so he like goes everywhere else and then he like shows up and just walks in he's like i don't need words like he thinks that and then what you know what it's giving it's giving the ending of my fair lady which you probably still haven't watched the ending of My Fair Lady, and mm-hmm. I get in fights with – my dad loves My Fair Lady. He's a big musical theater guy. I get in fights with him all the time about this because I think the ending of My Fair Lady is such bullshit. I think mm-hmm. it's a terrible ending because – so you have this whole – Henry Higgins teaches her, like, yeah. you know, it's it's the bet where she has to be passed off as a lady, so he is the linguist, and he teaches her blah, blah, blah. She does the thing. She's successful. She passes off as being a lady. She meets this other suitor who's, like – claims he's in love with her all these things and she gets pissed at henry because when they get back from this party where they pulled it off he celebrates like it's all his accomplishment and she's like like he doesn't think she's done any work essentially and so she's pissed and she leaves and she goes to stay with his mom (laughs) yeah she pulls up she's like your son is the worst his mom is like facts you can stay with me okay henry shows up they have a whole fight um she goes off the other guy what's the name of the ferret in the oh, proposition shit. oh no freddie like you asked freddie me to remember is the something name of the suitor in my fair lady <laughs> i'm so sorry freddie is the guy that like thinks he's in love with her and then she goes off on him because she's like you keep saying you're in love with me but like your actions aren't lining up with your words type great song where she's like show me okay so she has this whole thing where she's left henry higgins because he doesn't appreciate her or treat her very well she goes to his mom. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck Not your to mom To him. She, like, goes off on Freddy because he's all words. All Which top, is also no Paul action. for the longest. And then Henry there are Higgins, so many similarities. Sure. And then Henry Higgins has this whole song where he basically is, like, going back and forth between being like, whatever, I don't even need her, blah, blah, blah. And then being like, oh, but I miss her. But, yeah. like, when I go back, I'm going to miss her smile and i'm gonna miss this and i'm gonna but but i don't need her but i don't but oh but i'm gonna miss this and so you're like oh like he's bad at understanding his own feelings and he goes back to his house and he like settles into his chair and i don't know how i can't remember it's been a while since i've seen it so i don't remember exactly how he knows but he like settles in and he puts his like hat over his head or whatever and he goes eliza where are my slippers and she comes in and she brings him his slippers and that's the end, implying that, like, she's come back. And it has pissed me off every single time because at no point does Henry Higgins – and you're supposed to get that, like, he deep down understands, but, like, at no point does he verbalize that's that That's what I'm saying. I don't like implied things. I like say, concrete like, things. I yeah. want you to verbal because in the same way that like you wouldn't feel satisfied if yeah. they never said I love you to each other like you want them to acknowledge yeah. that that even if you know they do yeah you you want them to be able to say the words I want you to tell me you're sorry and so the audacity of this man Weird. to just be like Mer, and she's like mm, like I forget I'm like make him apologize first yeah. I'm all for like forgiving yeah and her being like it's okay like, we can move forward. But at least <laughs> he needs to, like, say that he's sorry and that next time he'll because ask you. Because you need to know that it's not going to happen again, like what you said at the beginning. Right. No. I have no confidence no, that that's not going to happen No, because the littlest yet. thing – and she's, she vocalizes that. She's like, what's going to stop you from, like, 
misconstruing like a comment or like a, a thing here and like when I can't like when you're not here for me to tell you that it's false like when I can't like when you are the judge and jury in your own head and like I can't you know defend myself like what's gonna happen then like it and so it was just so and he, so he just like walks in and then she's like oh okay and then they just yeah it was it was Eliza bring me my slippers don't bring the man like, his fucking huh? slippers that's the fucking lesson my lesson was uh, marry the dude who gets your cosplay. Ooh, that's a good one. Mine, mine was going to be um, burn all of your unsent letters or something. Like, <laughs> don't leave them I hanging. Like that, They're going to haunt you. <laughs> God. Burn unwanted correspondence. But for real, or at least throw it out, something. Like, incriminating or potentially incriminating if your husband is wackadoodle. And jumps to conclusions. Don't marry Olympic level <laughs> conclusion jumpists. Yeah. That's what that man that man gold yeah. medaled in professional conclusion jumping. Like I know. The way that he went from this letter says, uh oh, I'm pregnant. And I just thought he was gonna assume help. it was like sent to him. Not addressed to anybody. It's not you don't know who it's to, and he's like, It must be to a man. She must have been pre and you're like, dude. And she even said she she's like, How did he know that it yeah. wasn't like to my aunt or to Emily? It broke apart all of the trust that I had built in him and that she had built in him because like like you thought that he had made like internal like sh like or something like internally that he knew that what he did to her was wrong but yes right because yes the exact same thing and like before. you thought that you understood that he understood that he terrified her of the marriage bed and that she would like i'm so sorry sir if she was terrified of you like to have sex with you again like what made you think that she had had sex between then and now or, like, between then and that time. Like, what? Well, because this whole thing is like, oh, she's such a good actress. <sighs> what? She's I, not better known I, for the things that she does on the mattress. I, I really... He was a moth to the flame, <sighs> self-admitted. He admitted it. It is, it is yeah. in this book. It was page... That, that last yeah. third, like, the third act that was really, like, the seventh act. Oh, my God, so many acts. That just... I just... It, that like undermined so much of the rest of the book for me it really did and it made me so sad because the last conflict already proved the point that like it, it did it, already it better did the thing it where it's did like it oh more. what's your greatest fear what's your and to me Ugh. i mean yeah like he acknowledged that him believing the rumor from margaret was off base like he acknowledged he's like in any other like frame of mind like i wouldn't have believed it but he had just like heard the gossip that she was still engaged to paul like someone like came up to him it was like did you hear that like we didn't think she was gonna like marry paul but like they're engaged and he's like oh so then he like storms in and then margaret waylays him and she's like did you like she's at this like so eh. and so he like at least acknowledged that like in any other frame of mind like he wouldn't have believed that but since he had just heard that she was still engaged like the gossip got to him and then that. So, like, there was at least semi-reason. Because like, you, you were conditioned to know that the gossip was going to be a thing that would cause issues. You know, like, you knew that she was delaying, delaying, canceling right. the engagement and, like, delaying announcing it and stuff. So, like, obviously that was going to come back up. But not a fucking 
random ass note that obviously wasn't random because we know but like i just thought it was maybe gonna be like a, a cheeky misunderstanding where like he would be like angry for like a page and then like get over it real fast but it just it, it just it yes. undermines your faith that yes. he learned something the first time it was at so that like you're like okay yes. if you didn't get it the, that time your something is not right like you like I, yes I well because he also shook her when I... she was pregnant to where her like head like snapped back and i was yeah. like bro like yeah there was a no lot it was just again like i'm not excusing the rape or the crop but like it was it made for a compelling story this was quicksand like it just was not compelling it dragged everything down it undermined everything and it did nothing for their relationship because it, it put him back like like you said like we don't know that he wouldn't mm-hmm. do that again it was also like i don't think he really like voiced what was happening to anyone else like he didn't really have steven as a sounding but like he just kind of like came to this conclusion alone and like went to her alone like i don't like i just i was so sad to read those last 50 pages because i really had a good time god way to ruin a good thing judith yeah i'm with you gutting well feels like we're ending on kind of a downer here it's it's hard because i ended on a downer i was in a bad mood because <laughs> i spent the day thinking i was like yeah it's- i like it yeah, it was really good until it was like oh, <laughs> like no. everything we worked for in a four hundred no. like seventy pages, eighty nine pa- four hundred and like eighty nine pages just come crashing down around us. I know, and it was so impressive I, that I, I was so compelled for so long. That was four hundred seventy no. pages, no sex, no, with yeah. the exception of the one obviously rape scene, but like, not even like no first second third bit nothing there was nothing but like making out no thrusting tongues it it was yeah thrusting tongues there were a lot of thrusting tongues and like heaving breasts there was a lot of that Uh, but you kept me going there was like the other and i didn't and i wasn't like angry about that that. kind of was like that's for a while normally that's my issue kept me going there was the whole like secret that was kept for so long and then it came out like there were so many things that could have been so frustrating and instead were so like I know. I wanted to know what was happening, and I was like, "Wow, for a five hundred yeah. whatever page book, like I'm really invested. That's impressive because it seems like like it should be." And I mean, there were occasionally there were times where I was like, "Okay, this is a little long." Like I, I do think that like to like we could edit out a lot of the beginning, like keep some of it, like get it down, like narrow it down a little bit. Like we could like if we were really trying to like save space. Sure, but like I think there were things that, but I yes. liked everything. Like. But I, I mean, I liked what we had. I liked yeah. how long we really took. Where like instead of just being like, and then they spent the night playing chess together, we were in their room. Yeah. Like we were like reading their com- mm-hmm. like we were getting the conversation. We were getting like her telling him this story yeah. about her childhood that you know, like he responded to, and that, like you were seeing mm-hmm. it, and you were like, oh, okay, like I'm actually watching their relationship yeah. develop. And I really like seeing that because I think a lot of romances, it just kind of like relies on the physical tension and then he's like and then a few weeks later and you're like whoa hang on what about all the like relationship building in the meantime like i, I didn't see them fall in love i want to see the relationship develop and you saw mm-hmm. it here 
and you got to see like read the banter and see how they were connecting like i i felt it like i was feeling the feelings i was feeling the feelings and and again like i didn't even really need his backstory for like the first one like i was like i'm in it like i'm i'm with him like i would have like i do remember getting to 50 percent and like kind of pausing and being like why don't i know anything about him I think that was my one – that one did mm-hmm. kind of prevail through a lot of the book for me, which yeah. it wouldn't have knocked it down significantly. If you've But I was like, so I would like to know to more things. about this yeah. man. Because we got so much yeah. about Whitney, which I loved. But, like, I, I wanted to know, like, why was he – other than just, like, oh, she's yeah. so refreshing and charming. Like, but, but what got you to where – I just wanted to know who he was. Because he was kind he of was. an enigma. And it could have even where I think some books were like one character's very mysterious work where you mm. don't get their backstory or their POV until much later in the book. And that mm-hmm. can work for me because you're not supposed to know. But this one I was like, mm-hmm. oh, are we just not? Especially to have his actions, we just not gonna... you need what made him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I needed some motivation here because I was, yeah. you lost me, Clayton. Mm-hmm. You lost me. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I read it. I, I would like I'm more Judith McNaught. I liked yeah. the style. I think she. Wrote I was already really like looking at my room and like seeing which ones I had of her. Like, I definitely wanna, I wanna see if uh, Stevens compels me because I like him. I thought he was. I think I read a review that said it was a little less angsty than the mm-hmm. first two. Like, still angsty, but not. Yeah. As yeah intense. So. And I, I, I think, unless I'm wrong, I I feel like when I looked at the summary, I was like, oh, that's fun. There's amnesia. Hannah will like that. Yes. Yes, Hannah will. Does he get amnesia? No, I think it's her. I can't remember. There's like a – she's like a companion to an heiress who's coming to marry somebody, but the heiress runs off. I think with Nikki, oh. I think that's the connection in the novella um she run maybe don't quote me on that um but like she runs off with somebody and then it turns out the guy that she was supposed to marry is dead and then somehow she gets amnesia that's how it all starts somehow they get amnesia nobody quote me on any of this this is based off of like one late night quick look at the like goodreads summary of that book i'm wondering if i have it in my amnesia shelf on goodreads i'm like looking there's a few that no 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 Elizabeth Lowell. Oh, Forbidden. That's Oh, yeah. Until You, Judith McNaught. That's the one with the pearl. Mm, I wonder what the pearl is. What's it a metaphor for? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, so it definitely has amnesia. You're right. And I trust you with my life because you remember that from a vague late night <laughs> Goodreads scrolling session. Well, I mean, I did note. I was like, oh, wow, amnesia. Something, something, something. Three days later, she awakens in Stephen Westmoreland's London mansion with no memory of who she is. Hell yeah. Okay. This is my journey. And that means I have to, I really should read book one first. Okay. Well, I want to make that book a thing that I've read at some point in my life. (laughs) So. (laughs) I would like to make that something I have read. I see it. I like it. I want to, I don't even know if those are the right order of things in that song. I really don't know. Yeah, I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Perfect. Ariana Grande gets us through her pipeline. She just, it's a great, great large pipeline. It just takes us through all the different romances. 
Um, super excited for that. Yay. Yay me. Yeah, well, I mean, I did I did love Steven. He was... I wanted more Steven, actually. Ooh, this says, um, did Lisa Kleypas read this book before she wrote Devil in Disguise? I think. I just think this is not relevant to no, what I you see. just said. I, You know that meme of, like, the book that's super long mm. and then it's, like, the book that's much yeah. shorter? That yeah. meme? The really long one is this book. And I think that it would have been about 300 pages shorter if Steven had gotten involved way sooner. Yeah. I think if Steven had been there, yeah, he would have been like, hang on, let me... Mm-hmm. Let me do some little whatchamacallit. You can't uh, see it, listeners. What's the word that I'm looking uh, for? She's... Like detour. Detouring. Oh. There we go. Let's <laughs> let's detour you around some of the I'm doing traffic directions now. Let's get you guys where we need to cause quite literally or it would have been way shorter if uh Clayton had bothered to go to therapy. Yeah. Because like my dude. He's a prime candidate. He's got. A, but again, you're, you're like, what issues are you working through? Like, where did you get them? True. I am not somebody who complains about miscommunication as a mm-hmm. trope because I think that a lot of romance just is miscommunicate. Like every like a marriage of mm-hmm. convenience is miscommunication. Yeah. Fake dating. That's that's just miscommunication. Yeah. It's just each of you having feelings and thinking of yeah. the other person. Do- like, I just feel like a lot of life is miscommunication, mm-hmm. and so when people say they don't like a miscommunication trope, yeah. they're talking about a really stupid yeah. one that hasn't. Well, same been thing. Earned. Like I like third act breakups when they matter, when they do shit. Like in right. this one, I liked when right. they broke up. Like they needed to. Like right. it needs to happen in a lot of things, but some it doesn't. You know, like it's not saying that I don't like all third. Like that I don't want a third act breakup. I just want it well done or not at all. Sure. Well, but like, so I think yeah. miscommunication isn't a trope no. the way that people no, say I mean, it is. It's just like, that they get yeah. frustrated when there's pointless yeah. miscommunication. Which and I that is me that with the very last. Yeah. Well, and that's where I'm like, this was just mm-hmm. miscommunication, like dumb miscommunication, where if you had asked one yeah. question or, or just used to your happen. brain or not leapt to any of conclusion. But, but my point, like, yeah. it, it just wasn't necessary and it was more frustrating than. Yeah. Like it developed. didn't add like, anything. It didn't feel like it did anything. No. Exactly. I didn't feel like, like it did like anything. It, it actually it took them backwards, and like they didn't. We they didn't end it having made the final steps forward that you needed to know that they were gonna like make it. Like, right. yeah, I just so confused as to why she was like, ah, yeah. That's what I wanted. To one do. more. I mean, no, no one wants to read a book where you think it's finally over, and everything has worked out. But like, you've gone through the battles, and then something happens again at the last. Like, you're like, what? No. Like, ugh. Yeah. Curses. 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 Which is is worse when you've enjoyed yes. the rest of the book. Well, I mean that that's really what happens. Like. That's when I get the angriest, really, is when, like, I've loved a book and then something happens, like, at the end where it makes me, like, hate it. And then you're just, like, so angry because you did love it and you're so conflicted and then it just hurts. Ugh. 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 That happened a few times recently and I'm just, like, I don't like that feeling. Because you get... I don't cause, like... Because you're, like, mentally writing a review already. Like, you're, like, thinking of all these things and then something ha- and you're, like, well, shit. It's like the betrayal yeah. hits harder because yeah. you didn't see it coming. No. You're like, I believed in you. Yeah. <sighs> Mom, Paul. She's the man whenever I'm sad. I just need to watch that. Come on, Paul. 
Well, not come on, Paul. Go away, Paul. Go marry. Go, away, go marry Margaret. Um. Yeah. So our lesson. Go away, Paul. <laughs> Fuck you, Paul. You don't deserve anything good in this life. No. That's the lesson we learned. Yeah. Yours. What was your lesson? Uh, mine was marry the dude who gets your cosplay. I do like that. Because that was the first thing I knew. Is that, it the lesson that I took from this, though? I mean, that's the first lesson I... That's the first thing I noted. That was my first little tabby tab. It's true. Was... I did, like... Uh, what was yours? Burn all... <laughs> burn all unwanted yeah. correspondence. <laughs> or, like... Unnes- that's the that's the true lesson yeah. that we took. <laughs> Fucking get a fire, make it burn. Hmm. Shredders are important, kids. Paper shredders were invented too late. Mm. Oh, okay, we need to wrap this yeah. up because it is late, but... Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised for a lot of this book. Yes. Like, it's a different three... Did I give Dreaming... I gave Dreaming of You two stars, yeah. Because, like, I enjoyed this story more than I enjoyed the story of Dreaming of You. Which was just so fascinating to me. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, because I see how this is like a fundamental novel for a lot of people, like getting into the genre. And like, I can't say that if I read this in the 80s, like, that I wouldn't have been pissed at the last 50 pages. But like, I think I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. Why it was like a gateway book for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I also get how it would be like the fuck is this, like some of the reviews on Goodreads. Um, I think especially for somebody who hasn't really read it, one of his like this is not one I would recommend to. Woo. Yeah, Alexandra Vasti, we have some questions for you. <laughs> Can you imagine reading this at twelve years old? I wouldn't have gotten through it. I wouldn't. Have I would have been like, what is happening? I would have been like, what? Freckles, why are they bad? <laughs> At twelve years old, my pea brain No. Wouldn't have made mm-hmm. it. Nope. Well, so I don't know what our next episode is, but we'll it's figure the, it out. It's the one that we had to reschedule. Oh, you mean oh, no, 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 I mean next Oh week. yeah, that's a great question. We'll figure that yeah. out. But the week after, join us. We're hitting the flame in the flower. Yeah, we are. We are going back to the the genesis of romance as we know it. Uh huh. Thank, Arguably. thank our maker that the audiobook is on script. So I one don't have to buy it. Two that it's now Ashford McNabb narrating my queen, my savior. I'm so stoked that there's an audiobook that I can tolerate listening to because the font in my book is so tiny. <laughs> yeah cool so tune okay. in for that one yeah that it'll be a, a wild ride a wild ride indeed i don't know what we're what yeah what we're doing I'm, this Friday. yeah we'll figure it out Ooh, holy um, so sleepy. yeah yeah who's to say y'all will find out probably mm-hmm. not that long after we do no because it's it's literally just like a week away uh nice well whitney my love clayton my pain that man scares me to death 
it also gets me a little hot. And, I, you know, if that <laughs> doesn't sum the book up, I don't know. I don't know what else to what say. Is, what is reading romance for if not to have the fantasy of getting to bang a dude who's also, like, kind of scary? Creepy. <laughs> You're like, what? And not even just creepy, it's just, like, scary. Like, fundamentally terrifying. And honestly, like, I respect you not to, like, committing to that. But naming him after your son is a wild move. What a metal rock star <laughs> status author. Judith, wow, you're we a rock star. We salute you. We salute you. We question you. But Lord knows. I don't know. Lord actually doesn't know. <laughs> this book is broken my brain. That's relatable. Yes. And with that... We must say goodbye. She cut the scene that you couldn't see, so I'm narrating. <laughs>